still eating, are you, Connor? No. This is The Christian Artist. Honoring Christ through creativity. My name is Caleb. My name is Connor. And Connor refuses to stop eating his potatoes to They're all do rotten. the podcast. They are all rotten. And you told me to. You told me to. I told you to? I told you to eat while we were doing the mm-hmm. podcast. Really? I don't remember yes, this. You did. When? Just when we were up there. No, I, I said, said, why don't, don't I wait till I'm done eating? And you said, no, we're doing it now. And I, you realize what I was saying? I was saying, Connor, you could have waited till after we were done with the podcast to see your potatoes because you had already eaten turkey. And so you could have but been tied it I, over. I only ate half of the food I normally eat because I was waiting exactly. for the potatoes. So I ate half turkey. And it would have been just fine. You could have eaten half but before the podcast. Half, I don't eat half portions. I'm a growing boy. <sighs> this is an ongoing struggle in our house. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'm kidding. Oh. And that's why you don't hate your children. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really roundabout way of getting to our topic. I'm not entirely sure if that segue worked, but I don't feel like going back and recording you're, you're more. You're talking so. like that was planned. <laughs> it really wasn't. No. <laughs> no, no, but I'm, so what I'm saying is I, I don't feel like going back and actually planning something. So we're just going to keep going. It's the 39th episode. It's pretty crazy. Next will be our 40th episode. And in 10 more episodes after that, it'll be our 50th episode. And we'll have to do another, like, extravaganza thing. Well, I'll have to get 25 more questions for you to answer. Or you can just not. <laughs> I, was, I really had a lot of fun with that last time, so. <laughs> Tell me, listeners, if you want us to do another, like, 25th anniversary, except, you know, 50th or whatever, um... 50th anniversary of the podcast and have, you you, have us have do another the, the 25th thing. episode. Yeah. Let us know. <laughs> if you want us to have another episode like the 25th episode, like a game show or whatever, let me know. And if you think that you want us to do something else, like special for the... Like, we're going to do something special for the 50th episode, obviously. Like but it, dance. Yeah, just have the whole episode be an ongoing interpretive dance and none of you can see it. Oh, what if it's a video episode? Mmm. <laughs> I don't think we want people to see where we record these episodes. It's kind of messy. Yeah, kind of is. But anyway, what are we talking about today, Connor? So once again, the topic you pitched. You see that like you never get a choice. No, that's not what I meant to sound like at all. (laughs) Well, um, what are we talking about again? Parenting, Connor. Right. Again, it's parenting part two. So if we said Woo. the art of parenting last time, what if what, what are we gonna call this? Christian of parenting. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Alright, so um Actually that makes perfect sense as what we're actually going to be talking mm-hmm. about. Yeah, I know. Today. Um the other day, a long time ago, a couple years ago. Um, <laughs> well, let's it quickly. <laughs> yeah. Um, me and Caleb were just talking about parenting stuff and I kind of just like vented because I, I have all this stuff in my head all the time. Whenever I get parented in any way at all, I always just think of how 
I'm not going to do that until I'm going to parent a different way. Well, not, not every single time I get parented. <laughs> every like, time. Like, every time I have, like, a problem with parenting, I'm mm-hmm. always like, this keep, is what I'm going to do. Keep it in mind for later. Yes. And, you know, parents will always say, you know, you know, you might think this is the dumbest thing ever, but you're going to do it to your kids. And, and I think I'm going to be the only person who literally doesn't. He, Caleb, Caleb admits that he's going to do stuff that... Well, I'm going to do the fun do. things. Uh, yeah. I'm going to mess funny. with my kids like Dad messed with us. Because that's something I'm not going to Payback. <laughs> payback to your kids for your parents? Hey, Connor, if God can curse generations because of their parents' sins... Then you then... can punish your kids. Yeah. <laughs> you can punish your your parents by punishing your kids? Mm-hmm. That's not how that works. <laughs> I'm kidding. It was a joke. I'm not going to have my kids smell like toenails. Don't worry yeah, about it. If you want to punish your parents, don't have grandkids. Or don't have kids. Don't have grandkids for them. I guess, yeah. Hmm. Anyway. Continue. I was chewing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about? parenting well duh <laughs> you're talking about um, the things you're not going to do as a parent right and we're both really tired today so that's why yeah i'm really out of it we're gonna we're gonna ramble more or <laughs> we're probably just not gonna talk as much today but okay so crap and there is a dog right above us making a lot of noise parenting yes yeah so uh you know, I probably should have thought about this a little bit before. You probably yeah. should have. I figured okay. that you had thought about oh, it. I don't think about this anymore. Well, I can't think today. Just at all. <laughs> so I'm just going to wing it. But okay, so one of the things for sure that every single family does, and this is not to... Yeah, this is. This is to rip on parents. This is ridiculous. This is this is probably the, the number one thing I want to make sure that I do not do to my kids is to have the classic three-kid favoritism slash non-favoritism slash right. experimental right. child slash... Like, the the absolute cliches of uh, three, three children family. families of all the same gender. Mm-hmm. It always is the first kid is the experimental child. Second kid is, is the kid who sees all the mistakes the, the first kid does and doesn't make those mistakes and does everything behind closed doors because she's smarter or he's smarter. Um... And then the youngest child is always the one who gets ferreted because this is the last time they can have, they can experience this childhood thing. Um, like, every single, you know, year or whatever is the last year. As long as the parents know that that's going to be the last kid. For us, it, <laughs> it was. They, they said, no, we're done. Because mom had three C-sections. And if she was going to have another one, she would have died. So... <laughs> um, and now we're getting into depressing territory. Yeah. Well, not really. Well, yeah, it, it didn't happen, so it's not depressing. <laughs> so, but there's always there's always been this thing. This this happens all the time. You know, Caleb is always been doing weird stuff and mm-hmm. random things. We're I'm just, always the guy and, who yeah. makes all the mistakes. Me and me, me and Dad were just looking at pictures last night, and every in every single photo, you were doing something weird, and mm-hmm. I was just smiling like a good kid. <laughs> um. Yep, that was basically our and, relationship. Yeah, <laughs> and throughout the entire, you know, of Chase's childhood, we we were we were strictly parented. We were, 
me and mm-hmm. me and you were strictly parented. I mean, we had a lot of fun, and you know, well, I mean, we weren't like like closed off or shut off or anything. But when we did something wrong, we were strictly disciplined. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. And we weren't strictly parented. We were strictly disciplined. We had rules, and if we did not follow those rules, there were consequences, and there was no, no, um, whatever. With Chase, it's different. It just is. Like, I, I remember all these different occasions where we got in trouble for things. And then as Chase grew up, you know, just didn't happen for him. Like, he did he did all these things, and well, I, I remember I remember talking to you about this all the time. Whenever, whenever Chase would do something that, that as kids, we got in trouble for, even if it, it isn't a problem, it's just like... Like, Chase is outside playing with the hose for hours, or he left the hose on. Mm-hmm. We would have gotten seriously punished for that. Mm-hmm. Like, you're wasting water. You're killing kids in Africa. Like, <laughs> like, well, you know, whatever. Not, that, was, that was being irresponsible. Yeah. Uh, leaving the water on or just playing with the hose for literally hours. Um, I did that all the time. I think I remember it was like... I always play with the hose. Well, yeah, no, we, we did. We played with the hose all the time, but I think it was like super wet that day. And... The ground was just mud, right? And it was messed up or whatever. And I think maybe it was it was simply because um, somebody had told him not to. Sorry, it was nothing. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> maybe it was like he told him we told him not to, or mom and dad had told him not to do that, and he did it anyway. Mm-hmm. And there was literally no consequence. And I had a heart attack or like a, like a little hissy fit. I was like, no way, this is ridiculous. And I, I vividly remember all these different occasions kind of thing. And I vividly remember getting punished, like, a lot as kids for all the stupid things that we did. But then as as kids get older and parents get older in parenting, they stop disciplining as much because they think they've done the job already. And this is not some sort of thing like, Mom and Dad, you're horrible. No, and- we're, we're, like... This is this is us. This is not from, us necessarily complaining about. No, yeah, obviously not. I don't. Our childhood. <laughs> Who cares about that anymore? What we're talking about is this is this is the psychology of parenting, and mm-hmm. this is what we're going to go through of what we have studied over the years. What what I've studied from literally every family ever of how this occurs and stuff like that, and that's basically just what we're talking about today. So. So yeah, neither Connor and or I have psychology degrees, but no. we have done a lot of observation on children. Yes. That we, sounds extremely creepy. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, we're not, we didn't, we don't have special words for it, but we we know what we're talking about. You know from firsthand experience yes. and secondhand experience um, that this is, te- this is, tends to be the way that uh, children, three children families are raised. All of the same gender. If there was one kid that was a different gender, it's, then either the mother or the somewhat. father would yeah, favorite that yeah. kid because, hey, we get to, you know, I get to right, spend yeah. time with, I spend guy time or girl time, we stick together, right? That's just how it works. Mm-hmm. And that I don't blame as much for because that makes sense. The, the mom is supposed and to be they're the supposed best to, Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're supposed to be the ones who are mentoring yes, that child. that makes perfect sense. Um, But it still, it still obviously can have its downfalls, but, you know, whatever. Um... See, I really should have thought more about this. <laughs> there were a few things I spent. We spent like an hour talking. About I know. This one day. Um, well, the one thing you, you were saying with Chase is that um, it got to the point a lot of times where like they they threaten him with punishments and say, "Oh, you're going to be oh, grounded. Yeah. You're going to be grounded. You're going to be grounded. You're going to be grounded." And they keep saying it over and over again, and then never actually ground him. Um, which is the thing that, and, and this is uh, this is us talking about parenting as okay, guys. When you have children, don't do these things. Yeah, we're not. So, so this isn't. Uh, yeah, this isn't all you parents who are, you know, 
you're horrible and all this stuff. No, it's watch out for this. Yeah. So this like, is a thing that tends to happen. We we literally have the best parents I've ever met in my life. Mm-hmm. Like I literally can't. I can't think of better parents than what no. we have. And and the problem with that is usually I'm I'm like the most critical person in the world. No, really. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm I've pretty much parents second, everywhere. The second most critical person. Like, in the world. Yeah. Like the parents that I have seen in my day to day life, I still don't think they're better parents than our parents. And I see my parents at home. Behind closed doors, where yeah, making they, all the mistakes. I, I, know. I've seen my parents make all the mistakes, and I know <laughs> that, that other parents that are happens, worse yeah. simply because of how they act in public. Mm-hmm. Our parents, somebody knocks on the door, put the dog away. <laughs> Everybody smile, clean the house, open the door. Everything's nice and dandy. Uh-huh. We like we we know how to act in public. Uh-huh. Like even if we're even if we're the worst people in, on the planet that day, <laughs> if somebody comes over. We're, we're, we're good. We're focused on that. We're, yeah. We're not. And I think you know, that whatever. that's actually something I just realized when you were saying that is that is something I think our family does really, really well is that when it, even though we have our problems and we have our fights in between us, if it comes to a situation where we're supposed to be focusing on someone else, we completely forget all that. And we just focus on that person and we don't think about our own squabbles. We're just like, there's this other person here. We need to love on them. And there you go. We do it. Which is a sign of a healthy family. <laughs> but yeah, so... You know, that's one thing I can definitely tell. It would... I can't... I can't imagine better parents. Mm-hmm. Unless, you know, we fixed all the things that we're talking about. But yeah, exactly. But would there make aren't perfect, perfect parents. Yeah, so that doesn't No, exist. there aren't no... There are no perfect yeah. parents. But yeah, what I was saying about Chase is that... Um, you know, a lot of times it would be like... Uh, they threaten him with grounding... And then they just don't follow through with oh, it. Oh yeah, um, and that is a, definitely a pitfall you're gonna have to watch out for. Don't I mean, we, don't we idly kids, threaten your yeah. child with a when, punishment and then don't follow through because then they will learn that they you do, they don't actually get to be punished. When we were kids, I remember getting punished for something, and then the next day they forgot they about forgot. it. That uh huh. Uh-huh. That is the number one reason. The, the the number one thing I knew as a child that I like that. It made the punishment less severe for mm-hmm. me was that I knew that at least say say for it was I got grounded for a week I knew that at least like the four day mark mm-hmm. they would have completely forgot about the fact that I wasn't supposed to be watching TV and I would just be able to watch TV mm-hmm. again. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like and, and, and like do... I wasn't like deliberately like um, remembering and being like oh they forgot now I get to do it. It's just that. Like we all forgot about it, and then it's just like, well, oh, really? it's the fourth date. That's that's what I did. Well, it's like fourth day, and I'm like, oh, I just started watching TV, and then, and then I did. I thought about it. Like after I had already watched TV, I was like, hmm, you know what? I'm technically grounded, but they didn't say anything, so I guess I'm fine. <laughs> that's because you forget things more often than I do. That's very true. I'm literally the only person who remembers things in our house. Like I, I usually remember. I'm not. I'm not saying that I, there was ever a. I don't oh, think there yeah. was ever a time where I de- I deliberately didn't actually remember at all, like, and like you actually forgot, like I actually forgot, which means that you wouldn't remember it because you forgot. Exactly, <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah. What I'm trying to say is there would always be the point, even if I had forgotten and then started doing it again, and you know the thing I was grounded from, I would always remember afterward. Even if I didn't remember while I was doing the thing or whatever. And then I'd be like, oh, well, uh, they didn't, you know, they didn't 
say anything about it, so I guess I'm fine. See, I never forgot. I was just like, hey, if they don't care, <laughs> like, you know, like, yeah. the, it, it happened all the time. Mm-hmm. And... It is kind of funny. And we're revealing this now because our, even our though our parents do listen to this podcast sometimes, at this point, there's not much they can do, <laughs> do about it. And, and the only thing that, that will actually happen is maybe they'll, they'll, uh, they'll uh, be able to think of these things with Chase, which uh, is a good thing. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but even as kids, though, as well, I remember being punished and then the next day... We felt really bad for it, and they felt bad, and they were just like, fine. Exactly. And I think a lot of times with that, it was, we all, we both got really angry kind of a thing, and then there was just, it was too emotional, and and one of the things that our parents have always taught us through those moments and just talking to us is don't do a punishment when you're angry with your child. And I think that's what a lot of those things ended up being is that we were super angry yesterday and that's why we grounded you for a month. But <laughs> <laughs> you don't actually have to be grounded for a month because, you know, now that we're in retrospect, it wasn't that big of a deal. I was just really angry. And that is also a sign of good parenting is that you, you realize that your emotions were getting the better of you and it wasn't as big a deal yeah. as we thought it was. Or I remember like somebody punishing you and not being able to go to something. I don't remember what it was. But yeah, you were supposed to go to something or whatever, and then the next day, or or like, like, they'd be like when the time we're gonna came, go, yeah, we were gonna go to like, our our friend's house, and and they're like, you, don't, you can't do it anymore because you're grounded, and then it would be the day of, and they're like, fine, like, okay, that's fine, and yeah. I'm like, thanks, and that yeah, and and that just makes you, but then that makes, also taught us grace, yes, and so, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, there's a difference between teaching somebody grace and not punishing somebody <laughs> yeah. because you don't want to. Mm-hmm. The difference between God saying, look, you're being punished for sin, and, oh, I'll just look over that one, but the next time you sin, then it's a problem. No, No, it's always a problem. It was always that. Yeah, it was always a problem, and I I think it was the same thing with our parents. It was like, no, you did something wrong, Mm -hmm. but I'm still going to let you go anyway. It wasn't that, oh, it wasn't a big deal. It it was a big deal, but I'm still going to be gracious here. And that's the difference, I think, because a lot of times parents will just be like, you know, whatever, and just leave it, Mm -hmm. and instead of making their child understand that yes what you did was wrong but either my emotions were getting the better of me and it wasn't as big of a deal or i'm just going to let you do this because i'm being gracious and i I love you kind of a thing rather than just glossing over it like it never Mm -hmm. happened uh and we have any questions by the way this is off topic no we had no questions okay just want to make sure so um i post i always post every week but there wasn't anything so um there's always that. And we talked. We talked the last time on parenting and just mm-hmm. like parenting stuff. But we, we, I want to talk about like the psychology of parenting. Okay. So so think of it. So that's that's really should this the science of parenting. Yeah. Well, that's what we're it's, talking. So it's the art of parenting last week. Now it's the science of parenting. Yeah. But then we'll do the Christian of parenting, which we've done in both, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. I still it's like the, the Christian of parenting. It sounds cooler. Maybe it's <laughs> it's that. funnier. Yeah. Um, anyway. It would be a very confusing title for the people who didn't see the, the title of the other episode, though. The Christian of parenting. The Christian of parenting. It's like, what is that even supposed to mean? Yeah. Well, a good thing we're talking about it multiple times on the episode. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So, okay. I got to think of more stuff that I've talked to you about before, because <laughs> I don't remember anything. <laughs> um... Do you want to talk about... I, I really don't. I don't... <laughs> you don't even know what I'm just going to say. 
do you want to talk about um, the husband-wife relationship and and mother-father relationship in in terms with children? We did it last week. Did we? Yeah. Okay. You you know, I don't remember, so. Significant other always comes first, and then. Right. Then kids. Right. I'm always on the same page with things, stuff like that. So, yeah, this is a reminder. Go to that episode and listen to it, (laughs) because this is the second part of that episode, so. We want you to get all the good parenting goodness. Mm-hmm. And if you happen to be a parent listening to this and you're like, you guys are all idiots. Like, you don't know what you're talking about. Well, get behind me. <laughs> no, 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 no. Stop it. <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> that was a joke. Then, okay, just, I don't know, read your Bible. Screwy dooby doo. You know, we don't it's care. It's fine. <laughs> You want to screw up your parents or screw up your kids? No, go no, ahead. no. <laughs> it's entirely possible that some of the things we've said, they're like, no, that just doesn't work for us. If we do it a different way, then okay. That's oh, funny. sure. I think that everybody should um, have different ways of doing things, but because of their kids, not exactly. because not of because them. of the. Mm, that's a good. That's a good point. And that's always something I've thought about a lot Definitely. as well. Is there? You know, I you know always I can always remember that. Um of being over at the Martin's house and we were talking about um, uh, parenting at, on junior high or whatever, or mm-hmm. not parenting, but I think it was just like siblings or whatever and how, you know, you always get mad at your other siblings for having these certain things and stuff like that. And I always remember um, Kent saying, um, like, you know, oh, you, you know, there's always the favorite of child, right? Mm-hmm. And he was saying, well, that's not necessarily true because in our family – we we don't um, favorite our children. We treat them differently because of how they act. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't remember if it was Peyton or Chandler. I'm pretty sure he was saying that Chandler uh, wouldn't do his homework or whatever. And Peyton always would. So the consequences for Chandler not doing his homework were more severe than Peyton. Mm-hmm. Because Peyton would usually always do his homework. And, Chandler and if he did didn't kind of do his homework, there was probably a good, a better reason than yeah. Chandler. Yeah. yeah, I'm not saying he never did and always yeah. did. I'm just saying, like, that. Mm-hmm. that's just what I remember them saying is right. something like that where, you know, like, um, Peyton, I think he said that Peyton just does better with his homework and mm-hmm. um, Chandler never did. It's kind of like you and me. Yeah. <laughs> um, or, or not, dang it, I said it again. And Chandler and Chandler didn't do as well mm-hmm. with doing his homework. He didn't never do his homework. That'd be terrible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he never did homework. He's, he's in first grade still. <laughs> anyway. Um, but uh, he, then he was saying, you know, they were saying that that's why um, so-called favoritism happens in families is because, mm-hmm. and I do that with air quotes, is because it, it's just smart parenting because, you know, what do you want? No, it's not. Go away, Chase. Recording. No, it is Hi. We were just yeah, talking about you on the podcast. Yeah, just, he came down as soon as you guys are talking about him. That's really creepy. <laughs> so good job doing your homework, Peyton. <laughs> I think I'm going to keep that on the podcast because <laughs> it's really funny. But anyway, I always remember, you know, Kent saying that to us and, you know, saying that's why um, um, sometimes, you know, families have favoritism or whatever. And... I think that's true that sometimes kids think that about their um, fellow siblings and that's, you know, but it's really just, hey, this this kid does things differently mm-hmm. than this kid. So obviously I have to treat them differently. Like it'd be, it'd be the classic example of, and I can't believe I'm going straight from Chandler Payton to this because that's going to be insulting if, um, you know, whatever. I'm just going to, you know, like it, it's the difference between if one was disabled and one was not. I mean, obviously I'm not trying to compare <laughs> yeah, that yeah. to Chandler Payton. No, I'm just... I- like, obviously, 
you're going to treat right, them differently. Right. You don't hold them to the same standards, and and you, know, you hold them to the same standards, just not in the same areas. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and I completely agree with that. That was a really good point. But that's usually not what happens in families. Mm-hmm. And I would say that, that maybe is the excuse they use, but. You know, I would say that is the excuse yeah. that parents would use sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I don't believe that Ken Rachel. No, absolutely. I'm no. just saying that. I think Ken Rachel are fantastic parents. Yeah. Um, but this is a really tricky topic to talk about and mm-hmm. not insult people. It's really funny. I don't actually. think any of them was. Yeah, I don't, podcast, well, I don't. So <laughs> I don't think they'd be insulted anyway. But um, yeah, I mean that was just kind of the the thing that I I always it, like whenever he when he said that it just really bothered me for some reason. I was just like, that's not true. That's mm-hmm. not true in my family, kind of a thing. It's not true and, in our family to to most yeah, extent. Yeah, uh-huh, and, we're, we're all pretty um, similar in in that. Yeah, and so that always that always it bothered me. And then I had thought about it, you know, maybe like a year later or something mm-hmm. like that. I was like, oh no, that's why that's what he was saying is mm-hmm. is he, he's saying that, but that's not true for all families, and it, it's definitely not true for most families. I would say, but that is the correct way of parenting. So I think a good way to sum that up would be don't parent. Don't change the weird way of parenting to suit you. Change yeah, your, way, change of your way of parenting to suit, to your, suit your children. I mean, so if that means you have to, you're going to be the same with all of them. Then that's the way you need to do it. Yeah. Don't just do it because of what you want to do. Like say, oh well, it's easier for me if yeah. I do parent them differently. Is it easier for them if you parent them differently? I mean, parenting is not for you. I mean, if parenting was and for by you, easier, I don't mean they get off easier. I mean. Yeah. It's easier for them to be a child. Yeah. To be them. Okay, so segue from there, but I'll I'll finish it up first. But, Mm -hmm. like, obviously parenting is not for you. There's literally... literally Nothing about parenting that is for you. Yeah, like, if parenting was for you, I mean, we would pay the government to have kids. Which is... (laughs) Yeah. I mean... Which is one of the things that I think people get wrong with marriage sometimes. That they think... Oh well, I want. We we should just wait some time. Like, and, and I'm not saying that this is always right, always wrong. But some pe- people are like, well, we should wait to have children because we just want to have us time. That's not really the right way of looking at it, because having being a parent will be the most humbling thing that you ever do. Ex- you know, besides being a husband or wife, like those two things are the most humbling things you can ever do. And and that I'm taking that from um um the book uh from your brain no no which took it from this book yes <laughs> um young and in love challenging the unnecessary delay of marriage it's i cannot remember the author but i'll i might i might put a link in the nine <laughs> notes if i feel like it um but it's a fantastic book on marriage that i read i don't necessarily agree with everything in that book but he does have some really good points especially about the the way that marriage is not about you and parenting is not about you. And a, a lot, basically the point of that book is to say a lot of people are single way too long when they, if all what they really need is to get married, be humbled by that marriage and then have children and be humbled by those children so that they can be growing in Christ. Because a lot of times if you're single and I'm not saying that this is for everyone, but for some people, Staying single and being independent, in air quotes, is the worst thing you can do because it's just making your life about you and not about other people. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'd say that's true for most people, but obviously there are times where there's like Paul. Nobody. Paul was well, single. yeah, obviously, but that's, that's but what, the one thing is with Paul is like okay, he basically made the churches his children. 
And you know what I mean? He humbled himself for them and was like, you are my children. I'm going to rebuke you and correct you and train you in righteousness. You are my children, basically. And he went around mentoring all these people. That's the kind of attitude you need to have with everyone, basically, is humble yourself to be able to um, be mentored, for one, and mentor others and not make life about you, whether that is with your children or spouse or with just other believers. And, but that's just that's that's celibacy. I was talking about um, when well, I'm not disagreeing with you at all. I'm just mm-hmm. saying uh, I was going to go in a different way. Okay, where yeah, that's fine. If you're single, just because you're 24 and single, doesn't mean you should just pick up some random chick on the street and marry her. No, definitely not. What what we're talking about is obviously if there's literally no person for you to marry, which is don't just randomly, get <laughs> which is someone. which is my case. And, right and that's now, not but, what they're um, saying. Like he was saying that if you are like dating someone yes. and you're just Pushing off marriage, pushing off marriage, pushing off marriage, being the dating thing, trying to be independent, have your own job and all that stuff before you get married, which is all well and good in in theory, but a lot of times it gets, it's bad in practice because you're trying to learn to be independent when you really should be learning to be dependent. Yeah. I mean, if you learn to be independent, then there's no reason to get married. Exactly. (laughs) It's just silly. And that's what our culture is trying to tell you is that, no, it's all about you. You need to be independent. You need to be your own person. Where really marriage is about being one person, not your own person. And they're their own person. You're being one person. And, And those two social ideas are clashing in our culture right now. But that's into marriage. So I'll, I'll step off, step off my soapbox and let you continue. Were you going to change the topic? Um, were you going to talk about, uh, I think, the thing that I said that got you off that was, like, uh, let the children be them? Was Did you have something yes, you were going to go through? Yes, yeah. let the children be children. That is one thing I've always noticed at, at church, at the grocery store, where I work, is people always come in and they treat their children as if they're these nuisances for wanting to poke buttons. They're children. They're going to poke yeah. the credit card machine. <laughs> if you don't want them to poke the credit card machine, give them something else to poke. They're children. <laughs> They're going to poke something. Mm-hmm. And when they poke something, you discipline them, but they're children. You have to understand that they're not always going to understand why they can't poke random buttons. Just like right then. Children are going to be loud. Just because you don't want them to be loud doesn't mean that they don't have the right to be loud. Make them go into a different room. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Children have to be children. Mm-hmm. If you take away a children's children stuff... A child. Child's childness. childness. Yeah. You take away children's children's <laughs> then they're just adults who if don't know how to If you take away cars' ability to use proper grammar, then you get this podcast. I thought you said cars' ability. Oh, Connors. Okay. <laughs> We're both tired. Yeah. But, um... No, I was doing that on purpose. You know it. Okay. But, um... Sure you were. I was. <laughs> well, I was... At first, I was looking for it and just kept speaking because I didn't really care about waiting for correct grammar to come to me. Um, but after that, then it was all just random. Mm-hmm. Why am I still talking? I don't anyway, know. Anyway, um... Children's is children's is Let a child be a child. Yeah. I mean... Duh, forcing a <laughs> forcing a child to grow. But I'm I'm not saying like duh, you're an idiot. I'm saying duh, you're an idiot 
yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, if you yeah. think about it. I'm not it, saying that, but I am. Yeah, I'm not, tr- I'm not trying to say this to be like, dude, you're an idiot, you know, for letting your kid not be a kid, but I'm saying, yeah. You're saying, you're, yeah, this is obvious. Yeah, like, I what? mean, I'm not trying to say this to be a jerk. I'm trying to say this because... To wake people up. Yeah, this is this should be a an obvious thing, but nobody thinks about it. Everybody, because mm-hmm. it's the same thing of parents want to be comfortable with parenting. And the point of having a kid is it's going to mess up your life. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> it's going like, to cost you thousands and thousands well, and thousands of dollars. it's not just that, dollars. though. Now you have to live with this beast uh, that you created. <laughs> and... And that's another huge thing with like discipline and stuff is we don't want to discipline it, dis- discipline it, discipline <laughs> him or her because then we have to deal with the ramifications mm-hmm. of him not liking us anymore. Right. Or because we always want to be comfortable with the fact that we have a child mm-hmm. who we are in charge of, mm-hmm. and that's a big responsibility and that's a big uh, guilt trip. If when you you screw up, oh no, I have to, or he's angry at me, I have to now deal with this for the next twenty four hours or until he forgets. Okay, one thing I want to say then is for those of us in the church who are not parents, who are just regular people in the church, the number one thing you can do to help out parents is to not be angry at their children. Please. This is something that I see all the time in churches, and it annoys the heck out of me. Please stop being mean to children. Please stop acting like they're these beast beasts that are roaming wild and you need to capture them and like bring them back to their parents let them be kids let them have fun let stop them, being yes. so grouchy and help, annoyed by help them. them enjoy themselves exactly i mean if you were a kid and all you ever were told was to not have fun and that you have to be and then you become way. that adult who yes. is mean to children don't make children into adults that are mean to children yes i mean mm-hmm. You have to you, when you when you're teaching your children how to be people, you're teaching them how to be parents. Um, Whoa, it's, that's it's, a deep quote. But no, but it's but it's two different things. You're you're either you're teaching them to be people, but how you teach them to be people is how you teach them to be parents. Mm-hmm. What you teach them is will be what they what, teach what, their children. No, 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 what you teach them is what kind of people they're like. How you teach them is what kind of parents they'll be. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, you have to keep that in mind of, I mean, you have to keep that in mind. Yeah. Yeah. And see, so that's the thing. Like uh, us, <clears throat> the, the, be- the number one thing that will make a parent's day is for when their child is running around at church, being a hoodlum, you go well, up I mean, and uh, you play with them. Yeah, but you obviously, have fun with them. obviously, the parent is freaking out and is like, "Where's my kid? You're not having yeah, fun." Yeah, obviously, <laughs> but you, you know what I mean. Like, if if the child is running around and and the, the parent's not freaking out about it, they're just like, you know, okay, my child's just playing or whatever. If you just go up and smile at the kid and and be nice yeah. to the kid, and I mean, the parents will totally like that. Like, it's just like thank you for being nice to my child instead of as most people tend to and be annoyed like, at the child and be like, "What are you doing climbing on that thing?" I feel like that's why children have to act a certain way in public. Usually, is because parents are afraid that people are going to get upset because people do get upset. But that's not right. As well, the church, duh. and this is the thing. I'm not saying like you should let your child run around Walmart. You know. Um, oh, I'm saying that, that as the church, as a church body, we 
um, today, Pastor Jeff at our church, he was talking about adoption. Um, that was the whole sermon. And then basically all today was about adoption at our church and children. And so that's one of the reasons that we're doing this um, episode today um, is because that's what we've been thinking about lately. And one of the things that he said in the sermon was, um, it takes a village, as it says, it, ta- it takes a village to raise a child. Actually, I think that was Kent or Rachel when they were talking about their adoption thing later in the service. I can't remember who said it. It was either Pastor Jeff or Ken or Rachel when they were talking about that later in the service. Um, But they said it takes a village to raise a child. And it takes a community to raise a child. Obviously, the parents are the number one factor in their lives. And they're going to get their... their, The way they are going to be is going to be dependent on their parents. But us as a church, our job is to be right alongside their parents and helping those kids as much as we possibly can. So that means that us who are in like children's ministry, helping, um, you know, teach these kids and stuff like that. If you have like, depending on what church you go to, if you have a separate like children's ministry area that you help out with and, and, you know, various children's activities going on at your church, be involved in those and help train up these children in righteousness and, and to be the good Christians that they should be later on in life. Because this time is so important. Um, and the way that you teach them to act by your own behavior is going to just reflect down when they become adults back into other kids. And that will be awesome. And, uh, I feel like another problem with, with what you're talking about though, I'm not saying like, I disagree with it. I'm saying mm-hmm. that the problem with why it is not accomplished is because parents don't like other people teaching their kids anything. It, you know, people people will get angry if you teach them anything else, but you know, like if if they and See, usually people I don't actually have huge... think that is the way it is because I think oh, a lot no, of parents it's... No, 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 this is the thing though. I think a lot of parents right now, they bring their children to church and they just kind of throw them at these adult leaders and they're like teach my children and like make my children better obviously you know but once once they catch wind of something they don't like then it's their fault because that was the responsibility okay so then it's back to you as parents don't be like that (laughs) yeah i mean it's still if you're gonna take your kids to church unless unless one of the teachers is literally like teaching them to go um, hunt down gophers in the field and like slice them open no you know what i mean i mean like okay you no, <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. No, that was the first thing that came to this, my mind. This needs to be a family-friendly episode, Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ignore that. Ignore what I just said. Basically, what I'm saying is, unless no, unless the no, teacher is tra- teaching your child tra- no. to be morally wrong, let me finish. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> okay, so. Um, you, you as, the <laughs> uh, all right, so you as, the <laughs> uh, you as the parents obviously need to be the main teachers in their, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> dang it, all right, you could cut all that out, hopefully you do, all right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I hope you guys are laughing too, because otherwise this is gonna be really awkward. Uh, all right. <laughs> oh, why? 
We're too tired for this. I'm over it, Connor. I know. <laughs> I know you are. You as parents obviously need to be the main teachers in their lives. But when somebody teaches your kids something that you don't like, you need to make sure that they're not wrong um, right. before you freak, freak out, out about it. Um, obviously, maybe they're just need... teaching their, your kids better than you are and you're just angry yes. about it. Yes. Um, well, yeah, but I'm not, I'm not going to go with that as my answer. No, I know. Um, but that when my answer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when somebody teaches your kids something that you don't like or whatever, you need to one, if you need to make sure it's not true or, uh, um, you, you need to make, make sure that they're sure, being biblical about it. Yeah. Make sure that you're not thinking this. You, you need to make sure that you're right about you it. You need to make sure that it's not just coming from you. Yeah, it's, it's coming from the Bible as well. Otherwise, you, you have no about? ground. Okay, so if you're if you're if you're someone teaches your kid something and you're angry about it, yeah, you need to make sure that it's not just you being angry about it. It's yeah. that the Bible lines up with your anger about it. Yeah, otherwise okay. you have you no saying, ground. I thought you were saying that you need to make sure that the Bible lines up with the fact that the guy te- taught you something wrong. Yes, technically. No, 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 no. You were you're saying that you want to make sure that the Bible doesn't line up with what the teacher was saying before you freak before out. Before you freak out, yeah. yes, yeah. The, the way you were wording okay, it sounded yeah, like what, the other side. Sorry, what right. I was saying was you need to make sure that the Bible line lines up with what you are freak, going to freak out about. I say, Otherwise, you I have say, no ground. I say to freak you should just it. say that you want to make sure that the Bible disagrees with what the teacher is sure. saying before you. Before you freak, freak out, out about it. Yeah. And don't freak out about it. Go, go to, to them the, and go just to the talk teacher to and say, This is what you think. And then and then question them on it. Say, okay, so this is what I think. Why did you just tell my kid to go out and cut up with gophers? <laughs> Why the gophers again? I don't know. Oh my goodness. That's, poor that's gophers. Animal cruelty. Why yeah. would you do that? I don't see anywhere in the Bible it says, Thou shalt slice open gophers. <laughs> I'm going to slice open you, Caleb. I'm pretty sure the Bible says something about that. And suddenly, this is definitely not a family-friendly <laughs> episode. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, you made me angry. <laughs> Continue. Okay. So, um, yeah, you know, obviously you need to go to that person and not say, kids, this teacher is terrible. Right. Don't listen to a word he says. Uh, because people can be wrong and not be terrible people. Yep. Like... That's I can, most of the time. Yeah, I can say something. Church. I can say something wrong and maybe not even know it, but mm-hmm. I could say something wrong that I believe or whatever. And somebody comes up and tells me, "Hey, you're wrong." <laughs> and then you're like, "Oh yeah, I am yeah, wrong. I am wrong. <laughs> good thing I'm right about everything else, and good thing you didn't <laughs> freak out um, about me to your right, children right. and tell your children that I'm evil and never come back to church because mm-hmm. that would be silly." And that is what tends to happen with a lot oh, of yeah. families Obviously. is they just church hop because they they yeah. freak well, out about this we're one thing this. and then they just like, well, we're going to leave the church now instead of actually being healthy about it and going up to them and talking to them about it. Yeah. Obviously you need to just talk to the people about it. Um, you know, and maybe it's the children's minister grow up and talk to the person. Mm-hmm. I mean, so what? I mean, you're I, I old mean, enough. As long as it's not you're like you're old enough to pass on your genetics yeah. and have a child. You're old, you're old enough, enough to go, to go to talk to the children's yeah. minister about the way that they're teaching. Yeah, I mean, even if it's something small, then it's easier to go and be like, "Hey, I want I just want to talk to you about this and mm-hmm. not forget about it." No, if it's if it's something like, "Hey, Jesus was never God. Jesus right. had sex with multiple women and was married multiple times." Which is what Mormons believe, I think, right? No, 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 no. Mormons believe that that God that God had sex with Mary to make Jesus. That's I got everything screwed up. 
Yeah, well, there's, they, there's they so believe many, that God yeah. like normally has sex with like yeah. Spirit oh, wives. and then yes, and then also they and that's believe how that Jesus was born and Satan yeah, was born. and they also believe that Jesus was married and had kids. That's where I got all this screwed. Okay, all right, but yeah, and and that Satan is Jesus' brother. Mm-hmm. And it's just, uh, <laughs> and that when we go to heaven, we'll have spirit wives and yeah. have sex with them for eternity yep. to populate our own planets. Yep. Because Islam wasn't weird enough. <laughs> <laughs> we had to make weirder religions. <laughs> wow. That is such shots fired. <laughs> Mormons no, but... because Mormonism, because Islam wasn't weird enough. <laughs> you know, seriously think about it though. Cause that is so true. Those two so, relate to each other uh-huh. a lot. Like both of them had angels that came down and gave them golden tablets, yep. which disappeared. That Those both are related such so closely that I just can't take either of them seriously. Cause they're so like, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> Where, what are we talking about? Again? Oh, okay. All right. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, so obviously you need to go to the person and talk mm-hmm. about it. Even if even if they are teaching something like that, go to the person and talk about it. You can be angrier if they're teaching that, you know, Jesus wasn't God or that Jesus had a wife. I mean, you can you can and, and I and I, w- I would respect people for going up and being angry about it. I would I would respect people for for having enough self righteousness in the fact having and not, I, wanna, I don't want to say self righteousness. I want to say having having enough righteousness to go and say. Look, you are wrong about this. Why in the world would you teach that to to kids? And uh, you know, a big thing is that uh, Galatians one one ten or something like that says um, that uh, Paul Paul is talking to uh, the church of Galatia or whatever and saying, you know, um, if everybody any com- if anybody ever comes and tells you something that's different from the gospel that we have preached to you already, um, let them be accursed. And he repeats himself because emphasis. Um, and he's basically, you know, he's basically saying, look, anybody who is a teacher is held in, uh, you know, on a, on a higher standard. And that's another verse, which I don't know where it is, but, uh, you know, he, teachers are held at higher standards. I, actually, I think it is Galatians one still, but mm-hmm. teachers are held at higher standards because they're teachers. If you aren't being a good teacher, you're, I mean, the pen, the, the penalty for, you know, that is, is, is much greater because you're teach you have a responsibility yes. to have it right when yes. you teach you you're leading so many people astray and mm-hmm. that's why i think there's a special place in hell for the pope and sorry to all the catholics out there who think the pope is great he's not and he lies and he thinks evolution is true and it makes no sense and it's silly there is a special place for for the pope in hell because he's leading millions upon millions upon millions of people astray mm. And there's so much condemnation for that. Um, and the biggest thing uh, that, you know, the next step of that is, or the next verse you would go to is when, when Jesus is talking about children. And first of all, he was rebuking his disciples and saying, you know, let the children come to me because children are great. Right. And uh, which is another model you can say of what we're talking about is Jesus was like, no, children are cool. I want mm-hmm. to see the children. Come, children. You're cool. <laughs> um, but then he's like, if, if, you know, if you're going to harm a child, it'd be better for you to tie a millstone around your neck. And be thrown into Just a really sea. big rock. If you're not yeah. sure what a millstone is, it's like really big. Like the biggest. Connor's making hand gestures yeah. that you can't see. And you tie it around your neck and throw yourself into the deepest part of the sea. That's a better um, idea than harming a child. Yeah. So what is worse 
than harming a child is spiritually harming a child, mm. leading them astray. So that means you need to tie a mountain around your neck and throw yourself into yeah. the ocean. <laughs> like, there's no greater sin in the entire universe than teaching a child um, something that is not biblical. And specifically, I would say teaching a child the wrong the wrong salvation of teaching mm. them this magical prayer in which mm. they get saved, in which they then proceed to try over and over and over again because they doubt whether or not that magical prayer clicked or if they said it's sincere enough. Hmm. The point is... Yep, that's the problem I had as a, as a child. Yeah, you're supposed to teach your kids that repentance is the first step yeah. because that's the first thing that Jesus and John the Baptist actually mm-hmm. preached. That's literally the first words he ever preached. The first word that ever came out of Jesus' mouth in public as when he was starting his ministry was repent. He literally came out of the wilderness after starving for 40 days and 40 nights and being tempted by Satan himself. The first thing he came out and said was, repent! And you might think, well, he must have been tired and, uh, you know, he is just a little crazy there. But he's no, also God. He's, <laughs> literally, that's the first thing he said was repent. You know, for the kingdom of God has come or something mm-hmm. like that. I don't remember what he says. After. The, point is, <laughs> the point is, he says repent. That is the first step. And then the last step of his, is his dying. If his, is him dying on the cross for our sins that needs to be the first step is repentance before it's hey you don't have to go to hell because mm-hmm. you, they have to feel guilty and you have to know that you are going heck. to hell yeah. before you can be appreciative for not going to hell yeah obviously and you know i'm getting really off topic but this is extremely important this is what i i literally in I'll wrap this up though yeah in what time is it right? 403 Ooh. yep well, that's not good. Exactly. Um, the first thing, or like uh, a few weeks ago, in Sheldon's ministry, we had this. You know, um, you know, it wasn't as bad as usual, but it was still this. You know, hey, you know, bow your heads, close your eyes. It it, it wasn't the, this repeat after me thing, but it was still this. Hey, I want you to pray to God and ask for forgiveness right now. And I was like, you know, it just still doesn't sit right mm-hmm. with me because, you know, why do they need to be forgiven? Well, no, you know, the, you, know you know, it's like we're pretty, you know, obvious about, hey, look, you know, things are wrong and mm-hmm. you've sinned and obviously you need to ask for forgiveness for the things you do wrong. I mean, we're pretty good about that. But the point was, it wasn't the full story in the same message. Yeah, It was half the story. And so afterwards, I was like, all right, you know what? And um, we were talking about forgiveness that day, you know, and this is the whole thing of the thing. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> the, whole, the whole point of the lesson or whatever is, you know, forgiveness and stuff like that. And so I went in there and I was like, okay, so we're going to completely go off topic and we're just going to talk about a, a word that uh, probably none of you have ever heard before in your life. And none of them have ever heard the word repentance or repent. And I was like, oh, why? No. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to teach you guys a new word today. It's called repent. It's something that you need to do. And um, and people will probably be really mad at me for this, for actually teaching kids that hell is a real place and that your repentance is... I'm sure some people will call it child abuse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure most of them would. Um, but, you know, repentance is turning away from your sins and asking forgiveness for it and regretting it Mm -hmm. and making an active um, 
choice to not do that. Like making an active and an, um, like your conversion means that you're no longer trying to sin. You're trying to not sin. Mm-hmm. And you know, it doesn't I was mean just you're no longer sinning. Yeah. It means you're no longer trying to. I, I was, you know, I was just going through all of this or whatever, and basically said, "Hey, if I went up to you know Sophia here and I said, hey, 'Hey, I'm really, or, or, or um, you should totally forgive me for stealing your toy or something like that.' I don't remember what I said. I was, like stealing something from you or whatever, or lying to you about something. I think that's what I said. And you know, like, I don't do that. You don't go up to God and say, you should totally forgive me for doing all these things. You say, I'm sorry. You regret what you've done. You say you're no longer going to do those things. You turn away from that. And then you you make amends. Mm-hmm. Kind of a deal. And the point is, we don't have to make amends in order to receive salvation. But that's what we're supposed to do anyway. Mm-hmm. That and We're supposed um, to have the spirit of that. Yeah. And then obviously, then of course, there's this one kid who's usually the troublemaker, which is really cool that he asked this, but he was like, hey, well, how do I know for sure that God's forgiven me for all this and stuff like that? And I was like, you know, that's a perfect question. <laughs> and, you know, we just went into lots of details of it. And I don't know if I was the most articulate with what I said, but I know that I didn't say magical prayer mm-hmm. and it was better than, you know, saying magical prayer. So, you know, there's always that. All right. Well. Uh, what, where were we going with this? We're there was there was a point to all this. We're oh, we're saying that the the worst crime you could possibly yeah, do is teach a kid the wrong way of salvation, misleading a child. Um, so then we we came from this from talking about if you're, you know teachers are yeah. doing whatever. Mm-hmm. So to close this up real quick, if you know if a teacher is saying whatever, and it's and it's serious enough where you should leave the church, you still need to say something first. Mm-hmm. If if nothing else. Say, look, this is why I'm leaving the church because yeah. this is dumb. You can't be doing this. And then, but I would say that can, most times, like nine times a mis- out of ten, misunderstanding. Yeah, nine times out of ten, there's no need to leave the church. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure I've said something really stupid to to at Joel's ministry before. Oh yeah, me too. And and I wish that somebody would have came up and said, no, <laughs> that's yeah. not how that works. And I would have been like, oh, you're right. Mm-hmm. I'm silly. And you know, I, I would have felt really bad about it actually. But the point is, they came to me, they said that, and now I'm not going to say that ever again. <laughs> but that's never going to happen because I'm sure that actually today I was there was a lot of there's not as many kids, and I actually haven't seen two kids since that day. Um, at least I think I haven't. Maybe I did. But you know, like I I just feel like some parents are angry at me for teaching their kids that repentance is a thing, or maybe they're simply angry at me for teaching them that, and they had didn't already. Of that, of that, I basically said, "Look, you should definitely know this. That's this is the first words that Jesus and John the Baptist ever said in public. They said, repent. This is this is the the first step of salvation. This is essential, and you you should know this kind of a thing. Um, and it's silly that you don't. And I didn't I didn't make a big deal out of it. I just you know I more explained it. But it is very ridiculous that you don't teach your kids." you know, the full thing of salvation. Mm -hmm. It just, it doesn't make sense. If you're not going to teach your kids how to receive salvation at this young age or whatever, then don't teach them any of it. Mm. Because you're just going to confuse them. Yes. You, you're literally lying to your kids. You're creating them a false image of God. You're, you're committing idolatry. Mm. Um, and you're also 
you know, God turns out to be Santa Claus then. You, you, you're literally... At what point do you then tell them that there is another step to salvation? Right. What? And yeah, that's one of the things that I don't, and this will be the end, the closing comment here, but I, I've never understood why we think that children can't understand the gospel. Yeah. It's the simplest thing in the world, people. Like, <laughs> it's, it really is. And, and if you're, you're just telling your children, oh, you need to ask Jesus in your heart, and that's all you say, wh- why? Children are smarter than that. You're not giving yeah. your children the benefit of the I mean, doubt. Yeah, that's a huge another thing that and, I've and always then, been thinking exactly, about. Exactly. It's like, wh- what if you're... And, and uh, obviously, there's this whole thing about the age of understanding and all that stuff. <laughs> but I think that age is a lot lower than you think. Yeah. And how would you like to be... And I'm not saying that you would ever actually be responsible for this, because it's ultimately a person's choice whether or not they're going to be in heaven or hell. And, and I hate it when people say oh, you were responsible for sending that person to hell oh, because yeah, you never silly. are. Like, but how would you like to deal with the guilt of knowing that you could have taught your child more of the, the actual salvation message and then they went astray and totally blew off this God thing mostly because of themselves and their selfishness, but also because of the fact that you were too, uh, you were too hesitant to just tell them the truth. You know, yeah, that's I mean, not the kind of guilt that I would want to have. That, it's like the same thing with not teaching your kid about sex. Exactly. I mean, you have how would you to like if you never tell eventually. your kid about sex because you're too scared to, and then they go ahead and get pregnant, and even they, if it's a guy, they just get <laughs> pregnant. <laughs> okay, now we're back to the gophers thing. What? That's weird. That's what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> Now we're back to golfers <laughs> because men men being pregnant are weird. No, uh, that's what you oh just dear. said. This is not the down I want to end on. <laughs> it, it's it's just the same thing. It's th- this is knowledge that your kids need to know, and you need to be man enough or woman enough, parent enough Ooh. to tell them. Ouch! Be parent enough, and there you go. Dang. That's what we'll end on. I'm sure we'll talk about parenting another time. Oh yeah, because um, there's a lot more to say. But for now, this will be it. Um, feel free to leave some comments about how you think the episode went. Stuff feel free to rebuke us. We'll, yeah, go ahead. I mean, we'll take it like parents. Oh. <laughs> and then uh, please let us know about future topics and you know questions you might have, um, topics you might want us to address, so on and so forth. And you can do so on Twitter at Christ underscore art underscore show at Facebook at facebook.com slash Christian artist show and at our website at Christian artist <laughs> also on Google plus the Christian artist. Thank you guys for listening so very much. Uh, what's our hashtag for today, Connor hashtag be parent enough. I was going to say hashtag repent, but okay. That works too. Either one of those. Yeah. That's actually my username on most things. Repent seventeen, <laughs> repent, yeah. Repent seventeen or repent one seven seven. Yeah, you can't I, I love I love it that people see that they got killed by repent. <laughs> <laughs> I like that a lot on on shooters. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When you get killed by repent, it's funny. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's it's really funny. <laughs> All right, have a great week, guys. Thanks for listening. <laughs>